gear up as Cass Miller and his team of accomplished guests steer you on an enlightening voyage filled with valuable tips, fresh insights, and effective strategies. Welcome to Marketing Masters, the Agency Power Show. Hello, everyone. I'm Cash Miller. I'm the host of Marketing Masters. I'm the CEO of Titan Digital. Today, we're going to be talking about how you work SEO and pay-per-click and other you know different digital marketing strategies together because there's a lot of ways that they can play off of each other. Yeah, and there's so if you're using multiple things there's a lot of benefit and that's what we're going to be covering. I've got with me David Foreman, Clarity Creative. David, you know, it's great to have you on. Tell us a bit about yourself and your agency. Yeah, yeah. So um, agency's been around for 14 years. Uh, I am a lover of digital. Uh, love, uh, you know, just being online and doing what we do. I'm very, very data driven. And so is our, our agency. And so that's what we kind of try to focus on, you know, making sure that uh, what we're doing has um, results that usually you could show what's working, what's not. And I know SEO, pay-per-click, everything we're going to talk about today, you know, has a, a data aspect of it. So we try to use that to kind of show what's what's working and what not for our clients. And uh, yeah, we just love to, to nerd out about uh, all things marketing. Yeah, like I say it's what people don't realize is like in digital marketing, the landscape is really extensive. I mean, there's a lot of different things we can do. Yeah, um, you know, I say SEO, pay-per-click, programmatic, social media, you know, there's a ton of stuff that we can do from a strategy standpoint, you know, and different kinds of campaigns we can run and whatnot, but they also can work together a great deal. And so, you know, we've got SEO and pay-per-click as an example, you know, if you're driving traffic, you know, through organic rankings and such, you know, well, that traffic's ending up on a website and then you can use paid ads to follow people around and get them to come back. You know, that's just, you know, a, a starting point of what you can do. So what are some of the strategies that you like, you know, when you're working with clients and stuff that you've seen that are most effective when we're putting multiple things together? Oh, yeah, yeah. So what, what, um, A, I, I love retargeting, right? What a great idea, because it's such a low cost option, but with such a high return, because like, suddenly you start showing up on Yahoo, ESPN, places that, you know, you can build credibility on by just being there. And they're like, Oh, I've heard of them. Oh, why are they following me? Um, you know, and, and, and people sometimes yeah. even like laugh and go, Oh my goodness. Like I'm seeing my ads everywhere. Like I'm seeing my ads yeah, everywhere right. and be yeah. like, Oh man, yeah. I visited this person. And now, you know, he's following me. I'm going to have to do business I, with him. I got to I got to throw this in there yeah. too for retargeting. Um, so I went on Amazon the other day and I've got three dogs at the house, you know, and there are two of them are Huskies. And so oh, wow. we like to feed them a little bit better food and whatnot, you know, than what you might get at Walmart. And so I started looking up like, cause I want to kibble, you know, dry dog food because mm -hmm. it's still a little less expensive. So I looked on Amazon, I'm looking for healthy dog food and everything. And there was some brand that I ended up, I've never heard of, mm -hmm. you know, it's like, you know, uh, farm to table, you know, for your dog or something like that. Um, but sure enough, the very next day on Hulu, I'm watching something and I got a streaming ad for that brand. You know, and mm -hmm. I did not Google them or anything. I found them through Amazon. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it so, all put together. Yeah, exactly. So, you know, my avenue was one, the out, you know, but I ended up getting on a totally different platform, you know, an ad from that brand. So, you know, just as an example. So what are some of the things, you know, I like say strategies uh, and things like you, you know, I've been seeing. Yeah. So one thing that we love to do for our, our, our clients is run uh, an SEO campaign, you know, 
writing blogs, going after, um, you know, kind of some, you know, what we call keyword clusters to kind of help, mm-hmm. you know, build kind of credibility hand in hand with a pay-per-click campaign, especially for new clients of ours, right? And that gives us um, some great kind of keyword data right away, right? Because SEO takes time, could yeah. be months, uh, could be years. Um, and, but in, a lot of times in a perfect world, the site's already going and already has mm-hmm. some steam. But a lot of times we'll take um, new sites over that had no data before or very limited. So we'll a lot of times use some of what we can get from pay-per-click, so some of the search terms, and try to see like, oh, well, what what is working? What, do, what click-throughs do we work with? What headlines are working and things like that? And should that page also have some of that text? Because pay-per-click is so immediate, right? You can turn it on, turn it off, you can show up, um, you know, for what keywords you want to show up for, you can start using some of that data to help kind of, you know, use for some SEO stuff early on. And I know they're two different purposes, but it, it again, gets you just kind of some like initial data of what people are searching that sometimes if you have no data, at least you have something to kind of build from. So. Yeah, you know, combining SEO and paid ads is often really good. One of the things we like to do is combine pay-per-click ads with programmatic ads. Um, Similar in nature, you know, in the sense that, so if you're searching for something, you know, and you're doing the terms, what I like to tell people is like, okay, say they search for landscaping services. Well, you could have 20 different, you know, companies advertising and Google's got four slots. So Mm -hmm. for one, there's no guarantee that you're going to be the, one of those four for that particular search. Okay, Google's gonna get you in there somewhere, you know. but if there was 100 searches, you might show up 20 times or something. Yeah, so you might have the missed opportunity there. You don't know it, but you could. Okay, now the next stage is you did show, but they didn't click your ad. <laughs> yeah, well, they are still searching for landscaping services. And then finally, you have where you did show and they did click your ad. But you take the first two, they still had an intent, they still did a search, and I can hit you with a programmatic ad, so I can hit you with an image ad, I can hit you with a streaming video or audio ad, and stuff because of you doing the search to begin with. Mm -hmm. So I have with the programmatic, the chance to pick up and get in front of people that did have the buyer intent, you know, they need somebody, but you weren't one of the options or the option chosen but I can still put them in front, you know, because it doesn't mean, you know, if I can do it quick enough, it doesn't mean they made a decision on who they're going with. Oh, yeah. They're doing some research. Maybe they contacted a company. Maybe they didn't like the quote they got. Maybe, you know, any number of things. So, you know, you combine those two things and you have another chance to get in front of people. Yeah. The other cool thing about the the programmatic ones or whatever, I've always kind of called them like uh, audience or segmented targeting, right? It's probably the same thing, right? Um, Is um, going after um, expensive keywords Mm, that you can now drip later on that you're not paying for that keyword, but you're paying just, it shows up somewhere else. But now, you know, some lawyer ones that we'll end up getting are in the, the, you know, a thousand dollars they're not going to, we don't have the budget for most, most attorneys don't have the budget for that. Some do. Uh, We haven't found that one yet, but, (laughs) but, but we get it. But how can we use the budget, you know, and get the most out of it? Cause that's what it's all about. Right. You know, yeah, you could spend that thousand dollars for that one click, but that's worth one. Maybe we could get you 10, 
right? That that does help in terms of you know using your budget more effectively. So. Yeah, and that's another good example is yeah, you know, and you might be running ads. Okay, so let's say you know go to your example of the lawyer. Okay, you are running pay per click ads, but there are certain terms you're not able to target because of the cost. You know, we know in that kind of a category, divorce is really expensive. You know, um, you know there can be any number of them. So there might be certain ones that are lower end you're able to target, but higher end, high expensive, you know, because, you know, really, and it depends on where you're at. You know, if you're in a big location, it gets a lot more expensive. I know, I heard recently that, you know, if you target certain keywords in LA, it's like $200 for one click. I mean, it's like, that's insanity mm-hmm. you know, to me. So, but a programmatic ad won't necessarily cost that. So you might be running a paid ad campaign, but you're using programmatic ads, you know, that audience segmentation for other keywords you're not targeting that way yeah um another thing too i'll give you another example because you meant you know we mentioned expensive keywords um sometimes it's systems so with pay-per-click ads we often focus on google we forget about bing okay but in some cases those keywords can be cheaper on that system so you take a and Bing is not good for a lot of places to target, but high population cities, it works because mm-hmm. uh, it, it's still used. You know, you got enough of a population. So you take a place like L.A., the same keywords that you would not touch on Google, you might be able to do on Bing because they're a lot cheaper and there's enough volume to make it worth running a campaign. Oh, yeah. Well, demographically, you know, if you're if you're targeting, you know, a, dare I say a 50 and up crowd, it's not crazy to to think that Bing is not a preferred search engine for them at this point, just because mm-hmm. they don't want to switch or they can't, they don't know how to, it's not the end <laughs> yeah. of the world, but yeah. you know, if you want to show up for them, they might be using that first. They might switch over to Google at some point, but a lot of times they, they type it in because they're using the edge browser and that's just the default. So. Yeah. And so that's a, and it, you can also combine it kind of, where you were going is, you know, that 50 and older crowd, you might be targeting them on Bing to actually get the, the paid traffic there. And then you're retargeting because Bing doesn't really have a retargeting option. Yeah. You know, so you're going in. So Google is running the retargeting ads <laughs> to follow them around, but you're actually using Bing to drive the traffic because it's significantly cheaper for that 50 and older crowd. We're saving money, We're saving money. Yeah. So, you know, the idea and the theme here is, is like looking for, platform combinations that mm-hmm. make sense. So another one could be, I run a lot of pay-per-click ads through Google, but I run a lot of retargeting through Facebook. You know, Huge. Yeah. You know, and so like I say, or vice versa, you know, I use Google on the retargeting side and I'm using Facebook. Yes. I'm retargeting there, but I'm using it to drive large numbers of traffic because the clicks are cheaper. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Well, Facebook is a phenomenal audience finder, right? It's good for finding things because people are a little bit more sharing in Facebook what they like, don't like, what mm-hmm. they follow, don't follow. Right. So if you that that's a good user intent right now, probably like the divorce attorney, it's going to have a hard time trying to find the ideal client on Facebook for them. But like you said, they can then retarget there. But like yeah. if you're a you know, an outdoor enthusiast, right? Chances are, you know, they're, they're liking, following, doing things, sharing stuff that uh, Facebook knows what they are, and they already have an audience for it. And Google has some, I find that obviously the the lists on Facebook tends to go a lot deeper. And so yeah, you could use that and then right retarget them or do other 
uh, um, YouTube ads or other um, uh, ways to kind of follow them around the internet so they don't just see in the one spot. Yeah, because, you know, they say some of it's a combination, like it's the platforms that make sense because of, of cost and whatnot. So like, you know, you could be targeting because like programmatic has the ability to drive lots of cheap clicks. Yeah. And then you use a different platform, like say you could be combining Google and Facebook for the retargeting per, you know, purpose, mm -hmm. you know, on that because of what they were looking for. So, you know, you could be, you know, especially if you're like in the e-commerce space or anything like that, you know, where you might be selling nationally. You know, so you want to drive large volumes of traffic and you could be targeting people that are searching for running shoes or something, you know, along those lines. And you know that there's a large volume, but you don't want to run pay-per-click ads because, you would be competing with all the Nikes and stuff. And while you're able to ship nationally, you're a much smaller, you know, chain or whatever. Um, you know, so you might be targeting it with programmatic, but then you're really connecting with them on social media and such and running ads there. So we have a lot of ways, like if you, you know, start thinking, you know, it's kind of like a, what is it? Three dimensional chess. Yeah. <laughs> like, you know, start thinking a lot more, along those lines instead of you know on different planes if i connect mm -hmm. this i could use this and then i could be going over here you know um that's what you want to be doing right oh well, yeah i think the idea of just being able to easily just like oh i can target that person and find that person and get that person it, it, it sounds really easy and maybe it used to be i don't ever remember it being that i i guess there was <laughs> a point where it felt like you could like type anything in and it was like this is your person and you were like i'll market to them well it's gotten a little bit more tricky it's not like you said, it's not crazy to kind of just think outside the box to get in front of them. And and because I think for for anything that's marketing, right? It's uh, how many times mm -hmm. do they see me? Can they trust me? Am I showing up for the, the, the you know, in the enough places that, like you said, you know, maybe you saw that Hulu ad for the dog food and go, all right, all right, I, I'm, I'm feeling them a little bit more. I'm trusting them a little bit more. I see that they're uh, able to put more out there than just one product that you found and you know maybe you'll start noticing them more yeah. which gets you to buy their product which everything yeah do. yeah exactly because if they have other products and stuff that are complementary maybe i start seeing ads on those because you're trying to sway you know my opinion into mm -hmm. you know to the point where i'll actually purchase and whatnot and you might be doing it not because i want that well i didn't buy that you right. know so now you start using different platforms and you're showing me different ads for other products that would be related based on what i did look you know end up seeing oh yeah, yeah. um or, i was gonna say quickly or what is the buying intent right so maybe they hit you with the emotional feel in the video ad but maybe then they show you a retargeting ad with a savings mm -hmm. right what is it that's going to get cash to open up his wallet to buy that right and you could use those platforms because like you know if you were like five dollars off in a video seems really gimmicky yeah. but so what is it that works for you and maybe they'll hit you with uh, again if they were smart then maybe go with three or four <laughs> different ways yeah. to try to get you know you to you know give it a try for your 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 your, your huskies yeah yeah so there's different things you know another strategy that's um i've discussed with some people recently is like you know so taking social media and combining with email marketing mm. okay you know because sometimes it's not you know let's say it could be it's not necessarily two pay, paid platforms working together. Sometimes it's one to support another. So you take, and you know, if you think funnels, you know, well, you can run paid ads on social media because the idea is 
cheap clicks. You could do this with programmatic and stuff too, so that you can run inexpensive campaigns and you do it on social media and then you have some sort of a lead magnet because all you want is their email address. Okay. And you're giving them something that would be of interest that is related obviously to what you do, but you collect the email address. Now you can build up an email list and you can use that to email market them a lot, you know, for a long time. Um, one thing that's proven also effective to keep the ads apparently, you know, even cheaper is to use video ads actually, because mm-hmm. you can, you can rack up video views a lot cheaper than regular clicks. And you're still, you know, so if you think about this, you know, um, Facebook of course has lead forms and stuff. So the possibility exists, you could do your lead magnet pretty much through the system because you don't even have to drive necessarily to the website. Oh yeah. I found that the lead forms though get expensive kind of quickly. I'm not sure why, um, but we started doing lead forms and then pivoted to more of like a landing page. Mm-hmm. And I know that like, you would think Facebook would be so angry with us kicking them <laughs> off of their site, but it, it, it literally went from like, you know, $10 down to a dollar. And I was yeah. like, I'll take that, which is so weird. Cause I would have thought it would have been easier. And at some point I was really big on those. Um, and, and I, it probably works on the, the, you know, it dep- before. Yeah. yeah. It's going to be, it's going to do for the industry. Cause we do a lot of in the trucking space and the, mm-hmm. uh, we also do like student recruitment there and the lead forms work better than driving them over to the website. Oh, um, and the reason being is the autofill function, you know, yeah. so we're able to get more forms filled out on Facebook, but if you're using a lead magnet, it would make sense that, you know, on a landing page that could work a lot better um, because you're going to be able to include a little bit more about it and such too. So you can get a higher conversion rate over there, mm-hmm. you know, but you can still use the video, you know, as a driver, cause the video views and stuff are going to be, you know, less expensive, you know, too, but let's say you're still combining the ideas to use your social media. You could do this with programmatic and stuff too. You're giving them something and then, you're collecting the email address, which is what your ultimate goal is so that you can market to them user using your email marketing. Yeah, no, I like that. I like that. We did uh, uh, a, a pretty uh, low cost Facebook uh, advertising where we sent them to a trivia. They did like a little trivia and they signed up and played a game of trivia or whatever. <laughs> and that was uh, for, um, it was for a, um, uh, AV marketing company, AV, you know, uh, oh, yeah, video yeah. equipment or whatever. And it was just to just, get people knowledgeable about brands and everything while they work for a lot of brands and they can market for multiple items if they want to. Mm-hmm. So, but, but they were just trying to kind of create, create a nice lead list and uh, trivia d- did a great job at getting people to, to come in and play. And it, again, it's something so simple that, you know, anybody can set up and do without, uh, you know, very much uh, energies, but, you know, can get people just to know your brand or get involved with your brand in, in a way. Yeah, it's, I say part of it, it's like, you know, using the different platforms to engage them is the, mm-hmm. is the goal, you know, um, you know, because I say too many times we end up thinking of, you know, one specific platform as being kind of the, you know, like just do this and then it'll pay off. Um, I always like to, you know, so for example, like we work with a lot of local businesses and some of it's about goals, you know, some mm-hmm. of it's about how are you trying to reach people and whatnot. Um, you know, and so if you're like a service-based business, 
the area that we're in has a lot of surrounding towns, you know, so you might be in one and you've got another one 10 miles away. So with service businesses, because of SEO and its nature and that it's hard to rank if you don't have a physical location for a, any kind of location based business, um, we'll combine pay-per-click with SEO, SEO being to help dominate the local market, you know, because you want to rank there and try to rank first, but then the pay-per-click being used to reach the other surrounding areas, because I'll ask, what's your travel radius? Where, you're, where are you willing to go? And so now I can work those ads in there. And right. then if I really want to take it a step further now, I can, you know, combine it with programmatic, you know, or at the very least retargeting ads through Google and whatnot. And then I'm able to take advantage of the SEO traffic. I'm able to take advantage of the paid traffic. And then I might include like Facebook and just run a retargeting campaign there, mm. you know, so I can get further my brand awareness. You know, because I'm still basing, I'm driving the traffic from my paid and my SEO, and then I'm still hitting you on Facebook to go with it so that mm -hmm. I'm, you know, everywhere you are. Yeah. yeah. Oh, well, you know, there's, there's, you know, you think about the, the sales funnel, right? And where people are at, right? Uh -huh. Even that retargeting is that moment where they're like, oh, dryer vent cleaning. I need that. And then they type it in. And then all of a sudden, either you, you show up SEO wise, because it's, it's close to the area that you're targeting, mm -hmm. or you're outside that area, but still within the area, like, right, when they both kind of have a similar kind of footprint that you're marketing to, yeah, you have a better chance now of them seeing you. And now, now they're lower funnel and go, ah, uh, you know, I want to do business with them, or I should give them a try or that sounds yeah. that name sounds familiar, when before they might never have heard of you. Yeah. And, uh, and another way to approach it too, is if you are, so let's say that you rank really well in a local market. Okay. And you're just in that market. That's all you want to do. You might be in a big, you know, a big geographic area and stuff, you know, like, like high population and whatnot. Um, well, even if you were ranked first in SEO, don't be the only use paid ads too, you know, because when as you know, the search results load, it's leads with paid ads, you know, and mm -hmm. then it gets into the map. And then, and what I always encourage people is own as much real estate as possible. Well, to do that, you have to do multiple things, you know, because they could, you know, you want to get in front of as many people doing those searches because they could click the ad and never see the organic. You know, they could pass right over the ads and get to the organic. But what they could, even if they pass over the ads, they're going to see you, you, and you. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And so there, there you are on the map, there you yeah. are on paid, there you are in organic. Exactly. Yeah. It, the idea is up the odds of them contacting you. And there are so many ways to go about it. I love it. I love it. Yeah. So, you know, let's see if you were thinking about putting all this. So how does the data? Okay. Uh, if we get into the data and how does it help us determine which platforms are going to be the ones we should really be focused on? Like, what are the key data points that, you know, businesses should be focused on? Yeah, I mean, for, for you know, some the obvious things, right? Click-through rates, right? So what keywords are doing well for you? Which ones are um, driving, um, hopefully, the most value, right? You, yeah. you know, not only are they clicking on it, but yeah, how much are you paying for, right? Is it $10 a click? Is it a dollar a click? Mm -hmm. And then whether or not how engaged are those people right once they make it to your website are they doing a series of events right so in like google you could have secondary um kind of events or or conversions or whatever that you can kind of see some of the traffic on uh, yeah. same thing with uh um 
uh, you know, Facebook, you can definitely see, you know, what they're doing. And then, um, and then the final, of course, is, you know, did they do what you want? Did they fill out a form? Did they make a phone call? You know, did they, you know, click an email um, or, or sign up for maybe a, a drip campaign or whatever it is that you know is part of your sales process? If, if we're looking at really, I mean, making sure you have conversions, I, I think, you know, anytime we've ever taken over anybody's account and they have Google ads and there's not a conversion in there, it's like, how do you know it's working or not? You have some data, but you don't have all the data and at least you can get something from it. So, I mean, the, the bare minimum is that and then the engagement of that person and then looking at the dollar amount for how yeah. much those keywords cost. You know, one thing, so here's one of the things I like to do when it comes to stats too. So if you're running a pay-per-click campaign, you know, when we're doing SEO, we can check keyword planner and stuff like that, you know, to say, okay, what keywords should we actually be targeting? You know, so, cause we got, we want to figure out what do we go after that actually has traffic behind it, you know, and, but there's no substitution for real traffic actual, you know, how many times did my ad show? So if you're looking at the impressions and if you go into, you know, the actual keyword data to see what people were searching for and stuff and see how many times you showed up for certain terms, they say there's no substitute for actually running a campaign and seeing which are the most popular things, you know, that you're showing for. And then you, you know, modify your SEO to go after those terms, mm -hmm. you know, cause it's like, Hey, I know people are searching for these things. You know, so this is what I need to also be going after so I can show up more because a lot of times, you know, like I say SEO is great until you find out you're targeting the wrong thing. <laughs> well, yeah, targeting the wrong thing or getting the wrong people on the wrong page or, you know, maybe they're looking for, um, yeah, let's just say maybe they're looking for a cheap moving service, right? They're looking yeah. for to move from a house, but maybe you go after cheap moving service. Because maybe on that landing page, you can tell them the problem with cheap moving is <laughs> you'll get somewhere and then yeah. they will charge you, you know, $500 just to get sure. the stuff off the truck, right? Yeah. They're trying to get you in with the $100 moving deal or whatever it is. And what yeah, you need look to for expect. the hidden cost. Yeah. Yeah. And maybe you could just build trust from there. And, but like if, your, that goes to your regular landing page, you've never now like solved that issue. But maybe in the future, you can get there through seeing a keyword maybe going after it, maybe it's a cheap one because all the other companies aren't going after it either. And, and yeah. there's definitely ways that you can kind of keep adjusting. And that's why like, really to me, pay-per-click is not a do it once and like, you're good to go. I wish it was that easy. Yeah. And Google in the kind of express land makes it feel like it could be that easy. And that's good. That's a good starting point, but a good marketing partner, like, like what you guys do, you know, really are refining those ads over and over and over again to kind yeah. of keep finding the, 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 the biggest bang for the buck. Well, I say you're finding the nuggets and then, you know, I've seen, you know, where it's going to be most effective and, and through refinement, it helps your other strategies because that same mm -hmm. information can be applied to other areas. You start to see, you know, what works, for example, you know, let's, let's take, you know, Facebook and it's got a ton of targeting, you know, options and whatnot. Well, so does programmatic. Yeah. You know, in which case, you know, you can learn from one, say you've been running Facebook ads for a while or a different social platform and you start seeing which demographics are most engaged with your stuff. You know, which audiences get the highest, you know, um, impression rates and click through rates and stuff and who performs best. And then you take that data and you cross over to a programmatic and you start plugging in the same kinds of things because it gives you a head start. You're not starting from scratch. Yeah. You know? 
Well, and, 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 you know, especially like Google AdWords, where it starts to give you some, some demographic data sometimes, like, you know, if it's, you know, male or female, you can yeah. sometimes go, oh, the males convert this much better. Well, why are we serving, you know, it to both when you could go after maybe a demographic yeah. that again, that just because, I mean, a lot of times at perfect world, you have enough budget to satisfy your keywords. But a lot of times, I, I mean, yeah. I, pretty much every one of my accounts always say you could spend more. So it's like, okay, well, maybe I don't need to spend more. Maybe I just need to refine who I'm going after. Yeah, I know that's the that's the running joke with Google. You know, what's their top <laughs> recommendation? Spend more money. Spend more <laughs> you know, money. Every every marketer I've I've talked to, we also you know everybody knows that's what they're going to tell us. Yeah, mm -hmm. but like I say, there is you know to your point, there's a ton of things that you know, like I say, it can be refinement, and one platform can help you refine another platform too. Yeah. You know, when you're doing that kind of thing, like I say, the data that you get. You know, like I say you can carry audiences over. There's there's so many things that you can do. Um, an example I have too. So like one of the things like I let's say I've run a lot of trucking ads and stuff in the past, and uh, and we currently do. And one of the things we learned is with like trucking and stuff, don't bother with anything on the desktop. Stick strictly to mobile. We learned oh. that we learned that through Google. So where are we going to apply it though? To social, and we mm -hmm. shut off every. You know, so we don't bother running any desktop ads. Right. Uh, because, you know, we learned that all our clicks were coming through mobile anyway. So we took that, at, you know, make sure we optimize that experience. You know, that's what we, you know, go for that first, shut everything else off. But we took the information and we carried it over, you know, to the social ads and stuff we run and say, look, you know, we know most traffic is, is mobile anyway on social, but don't bother with anything desktop. You know, mm -hmm. because it's just, it's not an effective, it's just going to waste our spend, you know, so yeah. well, keep everything focused in. And what's so funny, though, is Google says, or Facebook spends, says, you need to spend more. But the irony, though, is that deep down inside, if you overspend, i.e., you don't hit a very, like, um, you don't get a good click-through rate, or your ads aren't engaging, mm -hmm. or they know, right, people aren't liking or commenting or whatever you want them to do with what your goal is, because you're just doing it for mobile and desktop, it actually hurts you. Yeah. <laughs> so what you're doing is so huge because it, it's creating more engagement and building that trust with the, you know, with the, with the ad networks that they're looking uh -huh. for. So they'll serve your ads up a little more for hopefully a little less. Yeah, that's, that's the idea. So, you know, the whole point is that, you know, know that you can use multiple platforms, that they can work together. It's not just a matter of, I, you know, I generate traffic on this one. I can do, you know, retargeting ads and stuff on this one. There are, there are other things you can do because the data is relevant across different platforms and you can shorten your learning curve and stuff, you know, throughout them. Mm -hmm. uh, so there's a ton. Um, and that's the, that's the idea. Look beyond just what it is that you're doing. There's a lot of combinations that work really well together. Love it. Love it. Yeah. Uh, this has been great, David. How would people get a hold of you and your agency? Yeah, yeah. We're online, obviously. I want clarity.com. Um, I'm on LinkedIn, David Foreman, uh, or Twitter at I want clarity. Uh, so you can. It's not Twitter or, anymore. Oh, it's dude. X. I'm going <laughs> to. I'm going to, I'm going to call it that till the day I die. The same thing I'll always call, uh, 
you know, Google the, ads. Uh, yeah, all the new yeah, other names. Yeah, it's not Google AdWords anymore. It's ads nope. and stuff. At least that was easy. I, I love the Twitter one because it's X, formerly known as Twitter. Yes. <laughs> Every news article, whenever they're putting something up and or referencing it, they always they've been putting that in there. X, formerly known as Twitter, because mm-hmm. nobody, you know, X. Come on. I, what's right? Exactly. You're going to lose people and going. Oh, what are they talking about X for? What's that? So. Yeah. Exactly. You know. So. <laughs> well, I say he's trying to burn it down, you know, one, you know, <laughs> one piece at a time. He's doing great. <laughs> yeah, he, he's, well, I say, I've never seen anybody so intent on, you know, burning up, you know, like I say, take the dollar bill and you burn it. Yeah, he's taking 44 billion of them. <laughs> it's, yeah. it, it's the first company that I've ever had I, what I feel are like just rumors on a daily basis. And uh, I'm like, oh, I can't be true. Oh, that's true. That can't be true. Oh, that's true. I've never had yeah. that. <laughs> Every yeah. time, it's yeah, always real. Yeah, his latest is uh, that they're um, taking the headlines out of the news articles. <laughs> so you just get the image. You don't know what the hell it is. You know what they're talking about. You just get an image. There's no headlines allowed in the in the tweets. You know, like it's like well, I don't know. He's like self-destructive when it comes to that platform. <laughs> Who told him that was a good idea? <laughs> yeah. Well, apparently everybody told him it was a really bad idea, and he doesn't care. Uh, that's, you know, we have to start start doing the opposite and see how that goes. Yeah, the advertisers <laughs> literally said, "Don't do that, please," and they like, "I don't care." I'm you know, gonna do so. it. We should all tell them that's a great idea. You should yeah. definitely do that. Well, this has been another great episode. My name is Cash Miller. I'm the host of Marketing Masters, CEO of Titan Digital. Thank you for tuning in. Remember, platforms can work together, and there's a lot of data you can get when they're crossing over and such. So they can help each other. Don't stick to just one. There's a lot of a lot of uses in putting them together. Thank you for tuning in to Marketing Masters, the Agency Power Show. This show is produced by Titan Media Works and is a part of the Small Business Delivered Podcast Network. Check out smallbusinessdelivered.com for more info about upcoming shows, hosts, programs, and how you can start your very own podcast.